And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dub on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Wednesday, June the 2nd, 2021. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, hey, Joel, I'm doing well. <clears throat> my, I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. Um, my hot take for you today is that, uh, and this is going back to our podcast last week, where you were screaming about your mean Mercedes and Gary Sanchez. And my take is that your mean Mercedes is Gary Sanchez. Uh, And to that, I was wrong because Gary Sanchez is actually better than your mean Mercedes. I think, I think you got, you you were asking for a fight. We are only 90 seconds into this podcast. Right. And you are Uh, going for a fucking fight, my friend. Right. So are you talking about? We are talking about uh, your mean. We're talking about stats, right? Sure. So your mean Mercedes is a rookie. Um, He had one at bat last year. Right. And he's had 182 at bats this year. So we'll take away that one at bat last year. uh, And through 182 at bats, he's batting 302 with seven home runs and 30 RBIs. Gary Sanchez in his rookie year, which was 2016, he he only played in 53 games, had 201 at-bats, right? So about the same. Um, He had 20 home runs, 42 RBIs. Uh, His OPS was 1.32. Wait, this is Gary Sanchez's rookie year 2016. Right, batting average 299. So, and... your mean Mercedes OPS is 824. <clears throat> sure. So your mean Mercedes has played about as long in this season, his rookie season, as Gary Sanchez played in his rookie season 2016. Gotcha. And Gary Sanchez's numbers in his rookie season through the same amount of time, considerably better. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. No, right. I ain't mad at okay. I thought you were going to say something more incendiary than this. No, you're absolutely fucking right. And I got two things to say about this. One, if you mean Mercedes is a terrible baseball player in five years, I'll be like, yeah, you're right. 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 Like, Gary Sanchez sucks ass, right? And he's not a rookie. Like, he was a very good rookie. Right. Fucking terrible. So was Aaron Judge. Exactly. So was so was exactly. You and I are thinking on the same thought. Right. The second point I wanted to make is Gary Sanchez in the year 2021 is the New York Yankees starting catcher. You mean Mercedes wasn't even going to make the roster until Eloy Jimenez went down with the. Uh, uh, pectoral muscle pain. Right. My point being, like, the Yankees are a terrible organization because they expect production out of Gary Sanchez. Right. The Chicago White Sox are not a great 
organization, but nobody expected production out of a 28-year-old rookie backup catcher. Also, I am not convinced that your mean Mercedes is a worse catcher than Gary Sanchez. Oh, I would believe that he's probably a better defensive catcher than yes. Gary Sanchez because, like, you literally could not be worse. You, exactly. you literally could not be a worse catcher than Gary. Like, so I am not bad. a worse catcher than Gary Sanchez. And I can't even crouch. Like, my you knees can are catch. bad. My yeah, knees you can, and my you hips can, are bad. You can but I'm probably attack. better than he is. Yeah. You have eye hand coordination. Right. <laughs> He's I can't so throw bad. it down to second base, so, but I'm still uh, yeah, not yeah. worse than him. No, but you are correct, all right? You are correct. I know you're, right. you're coming at me because you're not. <clears> I also me. would like to point out that in his last 30 games, your mean Mercedes is batting 214. Bad. He's like an over and in his last In his last 15 games, he's batting 154. He, he's in over 15. Can you, can you check that? I thought right. he was over his last 15. In the last seven days, he's he is, got a batting yeah. average of 0.087. Yep. And, um, you know, and it, it's a testament to how hot he was at the beginning of the year that he's still batting over 300 right now. Yep. Because yeah. in his le- he's had 181 at-bats. In his last 103 at-bats, he's batting 214. Sure, he Within- went age for eight. In his first eight at bats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so anyway, I think all well, I'm saying is like you were yelling really loud about your mean Mercedes and how fucking great he was. Oh, and how I'm, he was gonna be an all-time great baseball player. And I'm just saying that your numbers are not backing you up right now. That's all I'm, I'm saying. not off that bandwagon, Sam. I know. <laughs> I am not off that bandwagon. Also, but, I think he looks a little bit like Gary Sanchez in the fact that he's rather lumpy. Yep, they are both uh, they're both thick boys. They have they have that kind of catcher's <laughs> body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which well, is but like that's the whole thing. Green Mercedes is a catcher. He was brought right. up as a catcher, but he's their DH now. Right. But mm. possibly not for long. Mm, I mean, like, and this is not me thinking you mean is, like, I do think you mean is not so, but, you know, he's going to be on this. Like, the White Sox are, are, are on a triage right now. For, They're a little thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're winning games, though, right? Yeah, yeah, they lost two out of three to the Cleveland Indians this weekend. That was no uh-huh. good. Um, but they were, were, we, I'm a White Sox fan. The White Sox are still two and a half games up on Cleveland in the Central, putting putting runs together. Uh, our alcoholic manager is managing to manage. So, you know. <laughs> We're doing, we're doing what we can. We're, we're right. the second best team in the AL right now. We're the second uh, after Tampa Bay. Right. Uh, uh, in terms of, of record and uh, not run production, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, run differential? Run differential, thank you. We're plus right. 65. Other than Tampa Bay, we're the best team in the AL. 
now, well, the Red Sox have been not playing very well lately. <laughs> yeah, right. And I think the Red Sox are better than the White Sox, right? I think the White Sox are the best team in the AL Central. I think that there are two teams in the AL East, Tampa Bay and Boston, who are better than the Red Sox. I think Houston's good. Houston's think, beating the Red Sox. They just won two yeah, in a row and Houston's they're winning now. good. The Yankees swept the White Sox, but I still think we're better than them. I don't care. Yeah. About, uh, that facts. was in New York, right? And two of them were one-one games. Like, it, yeah. like one. I think that's. I think that's the case of being a young team, and then you like go into Yankee Stadium, which yeah. you've like been watching your entire life, and it's like a little intimidating. You know what I mean? You got a bunch of like one game the Yankees kicked our, the- one game the Yankees kicked our asses. The other two games were one one games. One of them we let get away. The other one, you know, whatever. It was a one one right. You know, like it, yeah. It was turned the triple play on you. Well, that was the one we we let get away was the triple was the we had all this Chapman by the balls, and then he got a triple play. Like, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, the, other team, uh, the other team I want to keep an eye on in the American League is Oakland. I right. think Oakland is good. I think Oakland is going to be around. I, I think Houston's the best team in the AL West, but I think Oakland is going to hang around and be like a very predominant factor in the like Oakland, <clears throat> Oakland is at 32 and 25 right now with a negative five run differential. Oh, I didn't know they were negative five. Negative That's five. Bad. The only team yeah. in the AL West with a positive run differential Houston. is Houston with yeah. 61. Yeah, no, Houston um, is good. Like people the shit. White Sox, the White Sox are the only team in the AL Central with a positive run differential. Every single team. In the AL East, except, except for, Baltimore. for the Baltimore Orioles, <laughs> has a re- positive run difference. Yeah, Toronto's good. Then what? What? What's Toronto's record? Twenty-five and twenty-three, or something like that. Twenty-eight and twenty-five. Yeah, yeah, but they're a good fucking team. <laughs> they just the AL East is the AL East is the best division in the Major League Baseball right now, probably it, the AL East and the NL West. Yeah. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk about my hot take, which is that the New York Yankees are a trash fucking baseball team. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> and here's why. Uh, they, they're like freaking out because they lost six out of seven. Right? They, they got swept by the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, that was and they lost one. two out of three to Toronto, I think. And then they've just split two with Tampa Bay. And Did they win tonight? They won last night. I don't know what happened tonight. That was their first win. In a long time. Well, no, I mean, they didn't split with – oh, they split two games. They're playing right now. They're winning in the top of the ninth, four to three, two outs, two on. Oh, go Rays. Go Rays. Yeah, go Rays. And I know you're a Red Sox fan, but like – I don't care. I don't root, I'm root for the fucking Rays. I'm root for the Rays right now. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Fuck the Yankees. Well, but you always say that your rivalry is actually with the Rays. 
Now, the Rays are rivals with everybody because they're fucking assholes, apparently. Right. <laughs> Which makes me like them, you right. know? But the uh, Red Sox kind of have some sort of rivalry with any, with all the teams in the AL except Baltimore. East, except for Toronto. Why Toronto? I don't, know, I don't think we have beef with them. Okay. Right. Not, we have beef with everybody. Sure, sure. The, it's a good division. It's a really good division because Tampa Bay is the new kids on the block in that division. And they're Not fucking really Tampa anymore. Bay. They've been good for a decade. Right. And they like they're the small market team who keeps fucking the Boston and New York's money. Right. Yeah. Which I, I like. I like but that. The, but the thing is, is like only kind of. What do you mean? Well, like they they often come in second place. Yes. They're they're like the But they've been coming power. in in first place. They whooped the Yankees last year when Boston was bad. You guys were bad last year. Right. Mm-hmm. They weren't they uh yeah. Last year they came in first, but I don't think they come in first very much. Okay. Okay, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Anyway, my hot take is that Aaron Judge is the most overrated player in baseball right now. And Yankee fans, because they're not intelligent fans, don't get that. Like, right. like the Yankees should be... Like, I get that Giancarlo Stanton is hurt, but he's their best fucking position player. And they should support him, but they hate him. Because he's not, like, homegrown or whatever. Like, Yankee fans are ridiculous. Garrett Cole is good. He's the only good pitcher they have is Garrett Cole. I think he's a... Okay, so... Since 2008, which is the year that... Uh, The Philadelphia Phillies defeated the Tampa Bay Rays in the World Series. And that's the first year that the Rays won the AL East. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's interesting. That's 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 the first year they won the AL East. Who did they have on that team? Because that was a really good team. I don't know. Evan Longoria, probably. Yeah, it was the San Francisco. Everybody who's on the San Francisco Giants now was on the Tampa Bay Rays in 2008. So... they won in 2008, 2010, and 2020. And 2010, oh, the Giants won the World Series in 2011. So in, in between 2010 and 2020, right, which is the years that the Rays won the East, the Yankees have won it one, two, three times. Jesus. I would the not Red have Red Sox that. have That's won it. Fucked up. Three times. Well, because the Red Sox have two World Series, the Yankees have zero World Series, and the Rays have zero World Series. Right. And Baltimore's won it one time. Baltimore won it once, the Blue Jays won it once. Yeah. And other than that, it's been the Red Sox or the Yankees. Yeah. And, you know, we could be at the beginning of a Tampa Bay Rays dynasty, but at the same time, like... He will I'm not never gonna, I'm not going to count no. 2020 as a real season. Right. So, yeah, like, no, in my mind, the Rays have only won the division 
zero times in the past decade. And like, you can count 2020 as a season if you want, but like, it wasn't a real season. It was not equal to or comparable to any other season in Major League Baseball. So anyway, I think Joel just got super excited and knocked his microphone onto the ground. So that's why you can't hear him right now. I'm not sure if I'm still being recorded or not, but yeah, Joel's trying to say something to me, but it's still not working. Um, am I being recorded? Give me a thumbs up. Okay, cool. Are you being recorded? So there's a chance that the people listening to this can hear you and can hear me, but we can't hear each other. Is that what you're saying to me right now? <clears throat> okay. In my mind, Joe's saying White Sox, White Sox, White Sox. Your mean Mercedes is the greatest baseball player of all time, probably. Um, you want to segue into our next segment? No, not yet. Joel's still working. We're communicating via a series of head shakes and nods and thumbs up. Joel is holding up various broken pieces of his microphone right now, um, which still does not appear to be working <laughs> from what I can tell. Oh, wait. Can you hear me oh, now? Can you hear me yeah, now? You yeah, you there can you hear me. There we go. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, no. I think uh, that only one of us was being recorded that whole you, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were doing a great job. Oh. I was really excited about how great you were doing during the podcast. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Thank you. So, wait, you have more to say about the Rays, or you wanted to do the transition? Uh, well, yes. Okay. So do you, my only point I wanted to make about the Rays was that I think we got a Rays Dodgers World Series coming up this year. Like a rematch. Like a rematch. Yeah, like I really COVID did. the rematch. Yeah, COVID, the, exactly. And I know you're like, 2020 doesn't count, but it does. Right. No, and I would actually like that because then it would be like, okay, like if there's a rematch, if the Dodgers and the Rays make it to the World Series this year, then I'll be like, okay, 2020 counts. Right, right. If we can, if they can do that, if that's the way it goes this year, I'll be like, okay, I'll count that as a real World Series. But if you were to ask me right now on June 2nd who the best teams in the NL and the AL are, I'm not going to say the Rays and the Dodgers. I would say the Rays are the best team in the AL right now. Right. I would not say the Dodgers are the best team in the NL right now. Yeah, the Padres. Um, And the Padres, probably the Padres. Padres just got swept by the Cubs. Now I got all these Cubs assholes in my mentions right now. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. You Chicago guys, man. 
<laughs> it's like you're just like it's like oh the Cubs won like swept the Padres they're the best team in the NL and then like they're gonna get fucking swept by the Reds or some shit and then like <laughs> the people are gonna be like <laughs> crying into their square cut pizza or something you know what exactly. I mean like <laughs> it's like too much it's like too much emotional roller coaster over there uh, yeah no but but yeah. Okay. Like you last, know, last. Point. The White Sox are a really good team, and they have some issues. Like, yes, the yeah, Cubs yeah. are not a very good team. No, <laughs> I don't think. Not, no, I don't think they are either. But I, they're winning right now. They're playing good baseball right now. I don't think it's sustainable, personally. Well, when you play all these home games against the Reds and the Pirates, you you're right gonna, during you know, the day. Yeah, you're gonna go. You're gonna win seventy five percent of those games against the Reds and the Pirates. Yeah. yeah, and the other thing is they play during the day, and for a team coming from the right. West Coast, I feel like that's a. They swept the Dodgers at Wrigley Field. They swept the Padres at Wrigley. Field. At Wrigley Field. Yeah. You've been to Wrigley, right? Yeah. yeah. Great ballpark. Yep. Really great ballpark. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. It's better than it is. It is objectively a yeah. wonderful ballpark to yep. like yep. sit and watch a baseball game at. <clears throat> and I'm sorry to say that to you, Joel. No, I, I agree, and I, I like. I don't understand. Like, I love my White Sox friends, and they're like White so- like like guaranteed rate field is such a great ballpark, and I'm like. It's not, but okay. <laughs> I thought Guaranteed Rate Field was a very nice ballpark. It's not. It's yeah, nice. Yeah. It's nice. Also, like, I feel but like... But it's not Wiggly. It's not Fenway. Right. It's, well, it's, but the thing about those places is, like, you can't... That's not, like, you can't manufacture, like, right. 100 years of history. You know what I mean? Right. right. Like, yeah. everybody watches uh, Carlton Fisk, like, trying to make the ball go fair over the green also monster, a white like a million that. times yeah you know yeah yeah um well, but and, but also like the pipe like pnc park is so good yeah pittsburgh uh uh i yeah. really like great american ballpark yeah i like city field i think city field's a nice ballpark but there, there are new stadiums that you're like wow they did a really nice job about this camden right? yards is super nice yeah, Camden. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Uh, and that was kind of the first of the nice new ballparks. Exactly. That and was the first one that they're like, oh, maybe we could make a ballpark, a baseball field that like isn't shitty. Right, and 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 guaranteed great field. I'll just call it White Sox Stadium because whatever, like, <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah, the name's field. not doing you any favors. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the last of the like bad like 80s 90s ballparks of like oh, yeah maybe i mean it's not it, it it's not terrible but it's the last of that philosophy I mean, it's not candlestick park you know what i mean in a good way in a good way it's not candlestick yeah, right, park. Right, okay, in a yeah, good yeah, way yeah. it's not the oakland coliseum you know right. what i mean like agreed yeah it's not the trop <laughs> And it's not a fucking dome. Right. Yeah. I uh when I liked the ballpark in Kansas City, and that's kind of a shitty ballpark. That's the 
third oldest ballpark in Major League Baseball right now, I think. Kaufman. No, 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 no. Uh, Dodger Stadium's got to be older than that. I don't think so. Maybe. They're both from the 60s. Yeah, they're both from the 60s. Look that up. I thought thought Dodger Stadium, which is messed up. Like, we should find a way to preserve stadiums. I've never been to Dodger Stadium. I'd like to go. Yeah, see, I think that. Oh, yeah. I think it goes uh, Wrigley, Fenway, and then Dodger Stadium. No, you're right. Uh, Wrigley, Fenway, Dodger Stadium. And Wrigley's like a year older than Coliseum, Kauffman Stadium's 1973. Yep. Yep. So it's one, two, three, four, fifth oldest, I think. Wait, Oakland's older? Well, Oakland has to be older. Yeah, it's old. The A's went from Kansas City to Oakland. Right. So Oakland's got to be older. What's the other one? That's it. Kaufman's no, no. the fifth. No, no, because I got, I got Fen. Oh no, Fenway, Wrigley, Dodgers, A's. Okay. All right, <laughs> we got thirteen minutes, Sam. Okay. You Wait, like in the Fenway's end? older than Wrigley. I thought Wrigley was a year older than Fenway. Am I wrong? Fenway's two years older than Wrigley. Fenway's two years older than Wrigley. Okay, I I got that. And then this is saying Angel Stadium of Anaheim is 1966. Is that true? Yeah, probably. Okay. They, they were they were an expansion team in the 60s. But they haven't gotten a new park since then? I mean, I don't know. Who gives a yeah. shit about the Anaheim Angels? It's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, Sam, we got, we got 13 minutes. We got to talk about the NBA because we okay. know that Eli listens to this podcast. Yeah. And he's devastated about his Boston Celtics being eliminated in the first round. By Kyrie Irving and Brooklyn Nets. I don't think he's devastated. I was texting with him today because I wanted okay. to check in, and make sure he was doing all right. Right. Um, and he's, you know, devastated's not the right word. Very depressed, maybe. Okay. Extremely sad, definitely. Um, kind of relieved to not have to watch that bullshit anymore <laughs> also yes that's a good point yeah um and i was texting him with him today so i actually have a, a bunch of insights into this um and it all kind of has to go back with the the big news from the boston celtics which is uh former major league baseball first baseman danny ange what's his name Danny Ainge, yeah, retired as the Boston Celtics president of baseball operations. And his protege, former Boston Celtics, up until yesterday, coach Brad Stevens was promoted to his job. Yeah. Um, And so... My, I feel like it was a real power grab on Brad Stevens' part. Oh, um, oh, yeah. oh, 
okay, that was um, not my take, but okay, I'm excited about this. Yeah, and it feels like uh it feels like a uh what's the word? Failing upward sort of situation. I would agree with that. Yeah. I want to know your whole like Brad Stevens power grab thing. Because like okay, well, Brad Stevens is a mediocre white man. Danny Age is also a mediocre white man. Right. Who has the added like, but he played in major in the major leagues. So that makes him better than time. Brad Stevens. For the Toronto Blue Jays, yeah. For the Toronto Blue Jays, yeah. 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 Right, but we don't count it against him that he was in Canada. We don't do that. But he's also a Mormon. <laughs> that we do count against him. Is important. <laughs> I'm gonna come back to that. Um, you know, you know where he's going. You Utah? know the jazz. The jazz. <laughs> right. Or Mexico. No, the jazz. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Mormons in Mexico, though. No, I think the jazz have hired them. Oh, already? Yeah. <laughs> So why did he re- why did he say he was retiring? Let me Google that. Yeah, and the Jazz are still in it, so they wouldn't make any announcements because they're still playing. I think he's going to be the manager of the Jazz GM, like the coach. Oh, the G- like hit the same position, but in Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, yeah. Gotcha. Just like. Swing in with Mitt Romney. They are friends. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> but the point is, is that it seems like in a season like this season, in last season, where the Celtics have an incredible talent or two on their team. I disagree. Uh, like, like Eli keeps telling you that. Eli is not correct point is is like in situations like this historically what teams do is fire their coach right 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 Right. when teams are terrible then they fire their general managers right when teams are bad that's when you fire your general manager when they're decent and they but are not great that's when they fire their manager right right so, what, what in my mind, Brad Stevens was, I don't know who owns the Celtics, but Brad Stevens was like, oh, yeah, well, the problem's not me. The problem's this guy. And then they're like, listen, Danny, your polygamy was kind of a problem from the get-go. Like, <clears throat> yes, you don't you're right. see the right. wounds I'm making with my head. Yeah. Brad Stevens like, you know, ba, 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 ba. Lives, right? <laughs> that is correct. Um. So anyway, point the point being is, it see I think that it was power grab by Brad Stevens, although I'm not sure how he convinced the owner of the Celtics to give him that job because oh, I don't see him. Who is the owner of the Celtics right now? I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's let me through this fucking. Okay. And you don't believe that Jason Tatum is good? No, he's good. I I think the Boston Celtics are the fifth best team in the Eastern Conference. Right. Like, like that's the thing. Like, they're not, they're, they're okay. Like, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, 
and maybe Miami or better. Right. Like, like they're not good. They're okay. And that's the thing. Like, they need to be good to sustain what Danny Ainge is trying to do. He fucked up. Danny Ainge fucked up. You think? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> because Danny Ainge, because the whole thing was that he traded... Um, like the whole thing was he sent Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett to Brooklyn for all these picks. And that was like, LOL, we're like, we're like, we're, we're, we're tricking Brooklyn. Right. And, and then you didn't get a good team out of that. I mean, you got right. good, you didn't get a great team out of that. Like, right. But the thing is, is I feel like, and, um, uh, Eli disagrees with me here, right? What? Because he's the only Celtics fan not in this conversation. Right. But so in my mind, and I don't follow basketball, right? Except for peripherally. Right, but you lie. You, you do follow basketball because I, you understand that you know a lot it, about basketball. Right. It, it seeps in through uh, subconsciously. you angrily. Right. <laughs> Random shit. Yeah. Random shit I hear from you and other baseball, basketball fans and stuff that I, you know, see headlines of in the news, right? So, uh, but the Celtics have Jason Tatum, who is, Eli calls him a top five talent in the NBA. I think that's he, probably- like he's locked. He right. is I think that's objectively locked. Eli, you are wrong about that. Jason Tatum is Well, where would not. you put him? See, like, Eli just loves his Celtics so much. Which is right, but where would you put Jason Tatum? Top 20. Top 20. And what about the other guy, Jalen Brown? Ooh, top 10. Jalen Brown's good. You think he's better than Jason Tatum? Yeah. Even though the statistics don't kind of back that up. I don't follow statistics. Right. And this is a gut thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say they're both in the top 20. Let's say they're both in the top. How many teams? There's 30 teams in the NFL, right? These guys have 30 two, teams 50, in the NBA. Yeah, 30 teams in the sorry, NBA. NBA. Yeah. All it takes for an NBA team to be competitive into the playoffs, maybe not for the championship, but you need two superstars on your team to be competitive into the playoffs, right? Right. right. So you could argue that the Celtics have two potentially two superstars on their team disagree they do okay but if you're a top 20 player in the nba that's a superstar no 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 that's the whole thing about the nba you like you can't have two top like that's why the celtics are like why danny ainge doesn't have a job with celtics it's not you need two top 30 let's say two top 30 guys you need two top one, ten guys, right? And the like, you need the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets have three of the best six 
players in the NBA. Now, I think you need two. I agree. Because if I you have that. three, if you have three. But, 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 but the Brooklyn Nets have three players who are better than the Boston Celtics' best player. Right. Right. That's the thing. The LA Lakers have two players better than the Boston Celtics' best player. Right. But. Which is a problem with the NBA. With the you can't fucking figure that out. Right. Yeah. Um, the NBA has got a lot of problems. Yeah. My theory, what I think about the Celtics, is that those two players, like Jason Tatum, can score 50 points a game, right? He did it in the playoffs. He's done it a couple times in the late end of the season here, right? That's not easy to do, right? Right. My theory, but, but, what I, but, but, my takeaway from this, let me just finish my point because I feel like I'm dragging it out too long right now. I believe that Brad Stevens, the coach of the Celtics, has mismanaged his young talent oh, and has yeah. kind of prevented them from reaching their potential. Yep. And I think yep. that... Yep, um, I agree with you. I agree And with Eli, you. Also, yeah. Eli disagrees with me. But no, you it are. seems to me that like... Jason Tatum, when he came into the league as a 20-year-old, whatever, three years ago, people were like, this is the guy. This is the next guy. And he's shown, hold on, hold on. And he's shown (laughs) flashes of that plenty of times where he can go out on any given night and drop 50 points or 45 points and just kind of be, and you know, game winners, like all of the shit that you need to be an NBA superstar. He's shown flashes of that and has never been able to come through and, and sustain it. And I think that like, you are like correct. if you have the potential to do that, then you also have the potential to sustain that. And, but that's where like a good coach comes in. Right. Like at some right. point, LeBron right. James had somebody who like taught him how to be the best. Well, not LeBron James, uh, Damian Lillard, some at some point, Somebody was like, this you is your bring game. Amy? Why you got to bring my boy in Because he's a great player. Yeah, but he's, he's never had a good coach. You don't think, think so? He, I don't think so. No. Yeah. No. I, I think that's a bad... I think you were absolutely right. I completely agree with your point. I think that Kyrie Irving is better than anybody on the Boston Celtics yeah. right now. Kyrie Irving has lost a step, I think. Oh, no. Kyrie Irving. Like, I don't think that Kyrie Irving is better than Jason Tatum. I don't. Oh, see, I disagree with you. I I would always take Kyrie Irving. But the thing is, is like, I don't think, I don't think that he's as dynamic as he used to be. And that's why he's the least. Yeah, that's of the fair. Three I agree the, with that. But I, was, I think that he's the least of the three of the Nets. And I don't think that he's better than uh, I would also think, Yeah, that's a good point. I would take Kyrie Irving over uh, Harden because I think Harden's like a, a sorry second fit. But, right. Uh, that's me. All I'm saying is that Kyrie Irving is the Chris Bosh. But what's his name? Yeah, Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh of yeah. the Brooklyn Nets. I think Harden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I think Harden is the Chris Bosh of Brooklyn. I think Harden's not good. I would right. never trust 
James Harden to hold my my sack of quarters. Yeah, well, neither would I, because he'd just go bounce him off a stripper's ass. Exactly. <laughs> but I would trust him with the game on the line more than I would trust Kyrie. Fuck no, never. Yeah, never, never, never. I would. No, nope. And it I would mean, never come up because the, Kevin Durant's on You never you put would, the ball in James Harden's head. Never. He is a sack of quarters that he stole from me in 50 grand. <laughs> The sack of quarters is like popping up in a lot of different places, and I'm kind of <laughs> losing you. I think. <laughs> All right, we got like four minutes left on this episode. Do you okay. want to talk about tennis? Mm, not really. Okay. I don't think four minutes is not enough for that. Right. <sighs> nice episode about racism. Yeah. Nice tight <laughs> four minutes about racism. All right, we can do it. Go ahead. Okay, so like Naomi Osaka mm-hmm. has uh, uh, opted out of the French Open uh-huh. after after she said, like, I will not take questions from the press. Right. And, she, and, and the French Open is like, okay, we're going to fine you for that. $15,000. I think, yeah, okay, 15? I thought it was 25. Yeah. $15,000. I think it's $15,000. Well, and maybe Naomi, she, Osaka, the Naomi Osaka, who makes $50 million a year. Highest paid female athlete in the world. So good. Yes. And I want... Uh, of all time. I Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so she's like... Right, I'm just oh, providing color for what you're no, saying. No, you, yeah. you were yeah, correct. Yeah. I want to like comment on your comments. But she was like, okay, fine. I'll pay that $20,000 or whatever it is, fine. And and then they realized that that's not enough to make her answer press questions because she's like, all right, fine. And then they're like, okay, we're going to like suspend you. And then she's like, all right, I'm out. I am fucking out right so she she removes herself from the french open now i know that we got some tennis fans who listen to this podcast i am i am team osaka on this one right right and why well (laughs) here's why because i re-watched earlier tonight the 2018 uh, uh, U.S. Open trophy presentation, which is where Osaka defeated Serena Williams in like a huge upset, right? And the first fucking thing Osaka, Naomi Osaka had to do like verbally was apologize for defeating Serena Williams. Like, what was the thing that was that was a weird thing, right? Well, because it was the US Open, it was in Queens, the crowd was like no, but fanatically like pro Serena. No, but there was a thing where Serena committed a fault and then flipped out, and then the, yes, the yes, umpire yes. like 
gave her like a penalty point or something like that. Like oh, Serena Williams had a full on. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was Serena Williams had a real meltdown. Um, and it was like a weird victory. Yes. Um, yeah. My so. point is that uh, Naomi Osaka, who first like, presentation on the public sphere. Right, at like, like 19 years I'm old. So, at like the age of 19, exactly. Right. was like, I'm sorry I defeated Serena Williams. Right. Like, how can we hold anything against this woman? It just drives me mad. It really right. does. Uh, well, sure. Counterpoint to that. Yes. Like it's part of your job that you get paid fifty million dollars a year. Like this is all part of the contract. This isn't something like so. A couple points. It's it's part of the job, right? Um, and it was never a like, you know, I don't know what kind of questions that they were asking her. And I'm not. I don't want to like come down on hard, not team Osaka, especially because I think that like mental health issues in sports are something that probably are not talked about nearly enough. Um, and so, <clears throat> you know, I'm not going to say just shut up and do your job, but at the same time, like, at the set, no, well, that's the thing is like, I feel like when you have a job, like your job or my job or anybody's fucking job, there are parts of your job that you don't like and are very bad for your mental health and probably negative in, negatively impact the parts of your job that you really like and wish that you could only do those parts and not the parts that you don't like. Right. So, um, and also like, I don't know. I don't want to say this without watching any of these press conferences, but this, this tennis reporters are not very hard it's not like hard-hitting journalism in the tennis press pool you know what no, i mean but, no <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> but that's the thing that's the thing is that once you realize like this is why i love osaka is that she figured out like she makes so much more money than the french open like she doesn't fucking need them like you said, right. it's part of your job to go to the press conference and you are technically correct, but I'm a union man. If they are uh, taking advantage, if they are taking advantage of your labor, you do not give them that labor. And she figured that out. That well, How are they taking advantage of her labor, though? Because they're making money off of her. Like, they're not, like, like, that's what I love about it. Like, you ain't allowed to make money off of her. She's making money off of you. Like, right, but like, like, if she's like, making money off of you, shouldn't you also be allowed to make money off of her? No. Why not? I mean, unless they're going to pay her for the fucking <clears throat> press conference. Like like per minute or something like that. 
like she's giving them free press by going to those press conferences. Well, no, but it's part of like the contract when you enter the tournament. No, it's not. Well, then how could they find her? I mean, like she left. Right, and they also find her. Yeah, okay. Like, you can't find somebody, like, if they're not violating any sort of contract. You can't require anyone to participate in any tournament. No, totally. Yeah. But if you want to, like, keep your standing in the rankings, like, you have to play in these tournaments. Well, what if you want to keep your standings in the, in the Nike standings? Well, you can't. No, you can't. Not if you don't play. Sure you can. <laughs> of course you can. That's what she's playing. That's what I'm saying. That's a long game. Right. But you can't be like, you know, Colin Kaepernick, I guess, got a Nike contract after he stopped playing. <coughs> um, but it like doesn't happen very often. Yeah, and Kaepernick, Kaepernick hasn't made much money at all. Right. My the thing is, is that like if you're an athlete, if you're if you want to play in these tournaments and you want to be a tennis player, then you have to like do the things that are involved with being a professional athlete. And one of those is like talking to the press, which is how you interact with the fans. Right? Uh, I disagree. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, you know, this is like, it's part of the job, I think. That's like, what you I like. No, it's you not don't get to decide. Or, or it's only part of the job as long as like Roland Gallows gets to decide what the job is. Like, right. as soon as Serena Williams gets to be like, I'm making $50 million a, a year not playing tennis. Like, I'm, I'm the one making the decisions now. And I think that's what Osaka is like. No, 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 no. You don't get you. Uh, the, the French Open doesn't get to make the decisions. They're not the ones generating the revenue. Right, but that's like saying like the Major League Baseball doesn't get to make the decisions. They shouldn't. You think the league shouldn't have any sort of say in how the league is run? Yeah, I don't. You paying to go see Bob Manfred? You paying to go see, you know, Aaron Boone? Steinbrenner? Is that who you paid to see? No, but like they're the ones who are organizing everything. You know what I mean? Like there's more to it than just like the athletes going out on the field. But like, you want to see you want to see, see a league that's run by Gary Sanchez? Like, give me a break. No, I want to see a league run by fucking Fernando Tatis. I would yeah. <laughs> They're like Gary Sanchez is a fucking moron. First of all, <laughs> he's so dumb. How does he have a job? I don't understand how he has a job. Did you see him like get caught again? He 
Oh, God. He's so... Oh, my God. The fact. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that... Thursday the, is the, such a terrible baseball player. Why does he have a job? Anyway, Fernando Tatis Jr. is really good. And he... All, all I'm saying is that, like, you know, mental health issues are for real. Yes. And, like, that should be talked about in pro sports more. Um, but also, I don't think that, like, you can just decide that you don't want to do part of your job. What? what? That's not what I'm saying. Right. Like, if one of my line cooks came up to me and was like, you know what? I don't like cleaning up at the end of the night. It sucks, which it does, objectively. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'd be like, well, you have to do it. Okay, okay, okay. Find another job. You know what I mean? Like, okay, let me put this, put it this way. If someone were like, if 99% of your revenue, were based on this one person sweeping up at the end of the day and they said no I'm not going to do it that's that's the issue it, right. it, it, that's the issue she's like yo but that's the thing is like it's not nobody's irreplaceable like if no Naomi Osaka is I don't know gone, if you're right about that, bro. If Naomi Osaka right is gone, there's gonna be another person who's gonna be the number one in the world. Okay, okay. Let me put it this way: like she's betting that she is a replaceable. Right. No, I think that she legitimately has like mental health issues, and like. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's probably... not what I'm arguing with you about. I'm arguing right. with you about like she's so got what... a good point that. Like Serena Williams was irreplaceable, and I believe still is irreplaceable. You you fucking watch Tiger Woods? Come on, man. Nobody nobody wants golf without Tiger Woods. He's like the worst golfer in the world. And they golf is different though. I think it's similar. I think it's similar. Mm, like that's just because tennis is not that popular in this country. Like before Serena Williams, kind of before Andre Agassi, really, like nobody in the U.S. really gave a shit about tennis. Um, But people, it's a massive international sport. I'm saying that she's like, nobody's going to watch a fucking, I'm not going to watch a tennis match without Naomi Osaka. I'm not gonna watch a tennis match. Right. <laughs> I hate tennis. Tennis boy, I don't understand. Anybody watches a tennis match. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, we gotta wrap it up. We gotta wrap it up. All right. I'll give you the last the last call. Uh yeah. It's a it's a complicated issue with Naomi Osaka, and I think that it's probably will eventually lead to a good outcome for the sport of tennis um, because it seems like anything this girl touches turns to gold, honestly. But, you know, we hope that she's okay with her mental health, you know, uh, and also should hire a media coach probably. Cause he uh, can afford we, it. Yeah. <laughs> 
This is definitely up ostensibly a baseball podcast. Uh, hey, thanks. Shout out to everybody who's been listening to us. I really appreciate it. Uh, shout out to uh, Shy Squat. I love you. You're great. Fucking A. Shout out to Kaylin Ballinger. Um, God, we got... Sam, we're making it. All right, buddy? We're making it. Um... But, Sam, we're making it as a White Sox fan. So I apologize for that. Sam's out. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Ump. Not ostensibly a baseball podcast. You can check us out on all of your social media applications. Sam is peeing. He just texted me, so check out a, you know, check out a little bullshit. For Sam and Thomas, shout out to Thomas. Thomas is at a Seattle Mariners game right now. My name is Joel. Have a good evening. Have a pleasant tomorrow.